Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we talk about microfinancing companies and the tumultuous future ahead of them. The microfinancing trap. The year is 1976. Muhammad Yunus, a young professor in economics at the Chittagong University in Bangladesh, meets a 21-year-old woman, Sufia Begum. She is desperately trying to make ends meet, but life can hit you hard sometimes. She has borrowed 10 rupees from local money lenders at an interest rate of almost 10% a day and it is crippling her financially she doesn't have a lot to her name apart from the daily wage she makes selling bamboo stools and she is often forced to sell most of her work back to the money lenders making next to nothing the young professor is moved when he sees this he compares it to bonded labor and vows to end their suffering He finds 42 more people like Sofia stuck in this poverty trap and starts lending them small amounts of money at reasonable interest rates. To his surprise, nobody in the group defaults. He decides to replicate his model throughout Bangladesh. Banks turn him down. Critics argue that providing loans without collateral is akin to throwing money away. But Professor Yunus perseveres. He creates his own institution and calls it Grameen Bank. which eventually spurred on the microfinance revolution the premise here is extremely simple microfinancing almost always has a social angle to it they target the unbanked and the underprivileged by offering them small loans at reasonable interest rates and more often than not they cater to women after all the academic evidence is unanimous here women proved to be good borrowers and good payers and if you're a bank that kind of assurance can go a long way so to summarize Microfinancing institutions or MFIs have been on the up since the turn of this millennium but the pandemic is pushing this model to the brink as this article from Bloomberg Quint notes quote with default rates across India soaring on the mainly unsecured loans the virus is undoing the business model of dozens of MFIs as funds dry up unquote and this shouldn't come as a surprise when india imposed the dreaded lockdown it particularly affected those at the bottom of the pyramid the daily wage workers the street hawkers and the neighborhood kirana stores these people had no recourse because they simply couldn't make a living and since they couldn't repay their loans most of them were forced to default on their obligations now the government did offer moratoriums on these loans but they only last for so long eventually you'll have to start paying up however the past few months have completely crippled most of these micro entrepreneurs they can't start a fresh either because that requires new capital capital they don't have access to and they can't get new loans unless they repay the old ones it's a complete mess and some of them are now being forced to turn to money lenders who charge interest rates of upwards of 100% and if you know anything about money lenders you know they are not the most scrupulous bunch as we wrote in one of our articles earlier last year the indian money lender is like the nine headed hydra cut one head and two will take its place so long as the demand remains robust money lenders will continue to thrive there's simply no way around it so this is an unfortunate situation for everyone involved and i say everyone because it is also hurting the mfis after all microfinancing companies don't have a pot of gold hidden somewhere These people extend loans after borrowing from big banks and right now banks wouldn't want to touch these guys with a barge pole. They know it's risky lending to microfinancing institutions because their customers have been battered. If people stop repaying the MFIs, that'll mean MFIs will have trouble repaying the banks. You can't get around this problem 
And so, experts contest that this could be the great reckoning for the microfinance industry. Maybe we will see many MFIs go bust over the next couple of months. Unless that is, the government intervenes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.